0: Welcome to today's TLC. Whether you found this podcast on my website, through the emails I send, or simply from a friend, I'm glad that you've decided to add some TLC today. Well, hello, friends. I am curious, what are some of your favorite iconic childhood movies? You know, the ones that when you quote them or talk about them, other people are like, yeah, that wasn't the greatest movie, but you love it with all your heart. One of mine is the movie Hook. And if you're with me, you totally know why. And it doesn't matter that on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics score is 29%. Because in 1991, Robin Williams was in his prime. It has so many good one-liners that make it a solid part of the top 10 movies of all time, in my mind. Even to the point where I may or may not have spent a good portion of my labor for my third child watching that movie and totally bawling at the moment where he says, you know what my happy thought was? It was you. If you know what I'm talking about, you understand why that moment was emotional for me. If you don't already know the premise of this movie, it's kind of like the life after Peter Pan, where Hook comes back and tries to get Peter Pan to come to Neverland because he wants his rival, and Peter only goes because he's following his children and wants to bring them home. But Peter has lost sight of who he truly is, who he's capable of being on the inside, Insert the iconic scene where Peter is sitting at the table with all of the lost boys and they bring in a feast of all of this delicious smelling food. And he's starving because they have worked him all day trying to get him to be like Peter Pan. And he takes the lid off and all of the steam from the food comes up and there's no food on the table. And you can just see him being deflated. While he's watching everybody else eat, this boy picks up a huge hamburger and Peter opens his mouth like, oh, I just really, really want that. But it's not there. It's not real. And Tinkerbell turns to him and says, eat up. And he says to her, eat what? Gandhi ate more than this. And her response is beautiful. She says, if you can't imagine yourself being Peter Pan, you won't be Peter Pan So eat up. How are you showing up in unbelief? What are you resisting in your life because you aren't imagining yourself being what you could be? We take ourselves so seriously. We think that we know how we are and how we show up and what we need to be doing to be quote unquote healthy. And we put so much effort into maintaining the vision of who we think we are. But what about who we want to be? What about who we're becoming? What about the person that you are on the inside that is authentic to the light that God has given to you that isn't being shown? Because you believe that it needs to look a certain way. So many of us go to therapy and they hand us these scripts. They hand us these pathways, these systems that say, this is the way that you need to do it to get success. This is the way to be healthy. These are the things you should and shouldn't do to be fully healed and to feel okay. But guess what? I don't just want you to feel okay and have that maintenance energy. of You're just maintaining your life, just trying to be neutral. I want you to thrive. I want you to create your life on purpose in a way that you wake up every morning excited to be you. And I get that you're not going to have that sustained every single day at full capacity. But guess what? It's way more possible than where you're at right now. If you believe, if you can't imagine yourself being your best version of you, you won't be your best version of you. So what are you imagining? I've shared with you in the past that I struggle sometimes with getting out of bed in the morning and embracing my day. And that especially happens at the end of the summer when I'm trying to get back into the routine where my body's like, no, we have been so not on a schedule. And then I try and pull myself out of bed at like 6 or 6.30 and it is just so hard But I set a goal that I was going to get back into it and report to my coach at the end of that week. And I will tell you, I have processed this a lot. I've gone through my past and turned over all the rocks to see where it is that it's influenced me to feel like I need to wake up early and that I would need to be like my mom who went to bed at nine o'clock at night when I was younger and woke up at like 4.30 in the morning all the time. Or I think of my brother who just never would get out of bed. My mom would squirt him with a cold squirt bottle to make him startle out of bed and get angry and so he'd actually move. And all the people that I try and be like are the things that I say about how I am. And I try and hedge my bets by saying, okay, I stayed up super late. So I should set my alarm for a little bit later in the morning because I know it's going to be hard for me to get up. As I was telling my coach about doing this the night before and then waking up with my alarm, but still feeling tired, I had this realization. I had been totally sabotaging how I was going to show up that morning. I did not believe that I was going to wake up refreshed and energized. I believed I was going to be tired. And so guess how I felt the next morning? Tired. Now, I know there are times where our bodies are going to feel tired, where there are going to be some things that aren't just about our belief. There are times that that's true. But how often are you sabotaging your capacity because you believe it's going to fail? Because you believe that you're not going to show up for yourself? Because you're setting up backup plans because you don't think you'll follow through? Now, if you're in the energy with me here thinking about all of these times, I want you to shake it off a little. Shake your arms, shake your shoulders, just get a little bit of that energy flowing because I am feeling it. I'm feeling that stuck energy. And guess what? When you smile and you loosen up a little bit, it gives space for that creative juice to flow. Just like in this movie, Hook. I got to go back to that because it really is such a good scene. When he's sitting there after Tinkerbell says, so eat up, Peter hesitates. He still just can't believe that he can do it. Until Rufio starts throwing some insults at him. And the insults are so immature. And Peter can't believe that this so-called leader is saying these things in front of all of these children that are watching. And at first he totally resists it you know what changes that for him? The people around him start showing that they believe in him. Come on, Peter, throw it back. You can do better than that. And his first insult? I bet you don't even have a fourth grade reading level. He gives a little bit. And then it grows back and forth being a little braver and a little braver. And it grows until he gets a win. You lewd, crude, rude, bag of pre-chewed food, dude. And everybody goes, Bangarang, Peter. And he lights up. And he sees that Rufio is nervous that Peter can actually succeed. And Peter stands up and he starts being who he truly is. Points his finger at Rufio, puts him in his place, and ends with, Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. And he sits down. In that moment, they all start chanting and cheering him on. And he picks up a spoon, puts it in his imaginary bowl of pudding, and flings it at Ruvio's face. And guess what happens? All of the food appears. It appears. He did it. He created space to imagine the food, being willing and brave enough to try something that felt completely Ridiculous, foreign, unnatural, even to him. But it was actually the most natural thing that he could have done. My friend, are you stuck in unbelief? Believe, believe that you can do this. You are not a maintainer, you are a creator. You can transition to the next phase forward, whatever that is in your life. If you believe, you can take that one step of courage at a time. My sister sent me this quote the other day, and I love it. It's by a woman named Brianna Weist, and she said this, true self-care is not salt baths and chocolate cake. It's making the choice to build a life you don't need to escape from. Believe that you can build that life. Believe you deserve to live that life. A life you don't have to escape from or hit your head on the pillow each night and feel exhausted because it was so hard that day. That exhaustion usually comes from trying to be someone that you are not. Tinkerbell was not telling Peter to believe something that was not true about himself. She was inviting him to embrace his true self, to believe that he can change. I believe that you can change, not because you're not good enough where you're at, but because you deserve to wake up and love your day instead of wake up already feeling like you're going to be tired and it's going to be hard. This is not toxic positivity where you just pretend like everything is fine even though it's not. This is courage. This is growth. This is trying something new that's more authentic to where you're really at. This can look like saying no to things that you haven't said no to in a while or saying yes to turning on music and dance like nobody's watching. This can look like wearing clothes that actually bring out Your personality, the real personality, maybe even the one that as a kid they told you was a little bit too much. For years, I put on clothes that were muted colors and were more flowy because people told me I was too intense, too loud, too much for people. So I never wore very saturated colors and I always made sure I looked very soft. And you know what that did? It drained my energy. I did not feel like myself. You know what else that did? It gave other people a different message about who I am. And when you share that message and you say, hi, I'm a really soft, flowy person. And then your actions and your words show up in a more intense, larger way. Guess who's less likely to support you being your authentic you? The person you just lied to. They're like, sorry, you didn't tell me that about you, and so I'm going to resist that. Or the opposite, I've seen people who are more timid or more introverted try and put bolder colors or patterns on their body to bring out their confidence. But what if that actually is draining your energy because you're trying to keep up an image that isn't you? You get to be you. Or how about this one? One of the false faces that I've put on myself is that I need to be the steady and calm one. That when other people are crazy around me because I've got four little boys, that I need to be the one who's steady and calm and not be affected. Sometimes when my children are having meltdowns, that's like, I'm uninterested in what's going on. But internally, what I really want to do is wrap my arms around that baby and say, I love you and I hear you and it's okay what's going on right now for you. And what can we do next? I believe you can do it. And guess what happens when I say yes to that mom voice instead of the, oh, I need to not be affected by this. When I say yes to the authentic way I want to parent, it connects me with my children. When I take all of the voices from the parenting books that I've read and try and create the perfect parent in my head and then fit myself into that box, it actually disconnects me from my children. Yes, I want to use the tools that I've been given, but I also need to believe in myself and my natural guidance along the way. How are you showing up in unbelief? How are you taking the images from the past of the way that you think you are and the labels and the systems that you've been practicing for so long that it's keeping you stuck in maintenance mode? Where is there space? for belief. That's my TLC for you today. I want you to practice believing in you so that you can make that choice to build a life that you don't need to escape from. A life you want to wake up and live every day. You deserve that, my friends. Go practice believing and create that life. Life After Therapy and be simple. Come learn how to think light, feel light, and live light at thelightcoach.com. I offer five free discovery sessions each week, and one of them is for you. Together, let's discover the joy that's possible in life after therapy.